Do you invest money, trade securities, or provide services related to securities? If so, then you could be classified as not only a day trader, an investor, or even a dealer. Some people make the mistake of thinking that all three of these items or entities are taxed the exact same way because they do similar things. However, this is not the case and it's absolutely not the case with the IRS. What's up guys? Welcome back to Taxes Made Simple. I'm your host, Carlton Dennis. And in today's video, we're gonna be breaking down everything that you need to know about the tax treatment of day traders, the tax treatment of investors, and the tax treatment of dealers. So let's dive in. All right guys, we're gonna start off by defining day traders, investors, and dealers. Before we get into how traders, investors, and dealers are all taxed, we need to first understand what exactly each one of these entities is. Day traders are a little bit different than investors. A day trader is a person who makes short-term trades, usually on a daily basis, in order to try to capitalize on short-term opportunities and trends to beat the market. For example, a day trader might buy a stock, hold it for a few hours, and then sell it. And sometimes, day traders only hold on to their assets for maybe a few seconds before selling. The biggest thing that distinguishes traders from other similar entities is that they tend to prioritize the short-term. Day traders often base their trades on technical analysis. Being a successful day trader usually requires a great deal of discipline and trading knowledge. Investors are a little bit different than day traders. Investors, unlike day traders, investors are usually thinking long-term. Investors often plan their investment strategies in terms of years, not days or seconds. For example, an investor may make a series of investments that are designed to generate at least 10% return annually, not daily. This is different from a day trader who might focus on trying to make a 3% return every single month. Most people are familiar with traders and investors and understand the difference between the two parties. However, dealers are where a lot of people get confused. Section 475 defines a dealer in securities as a taxpayer who regularly purchases securities from or sells securities to customers in the ordinary course of a trader business. Because of this, the securities owned by a dealer represent inventory held primarily for the, the purpose of reselling. Dealers are beneficial to the financial markets because they provide liquidity, making it easier for trades to be made, and they act as both buyers and sellers of securities. The tax treatment for investors, as far as taxation goes, investors are subject to the basic rules of capital gains and losses, which they report on a Schedule D. Capital gains are money that is made through the buying and selling of an asset due to price fluctuations. For example, if you buy one share of Apple stock at $200 and then sell it six months later for $300, then you have made a capital gain of $100. Similarly, capital losses are losses that you experience through the buying and selling of an asset due to price fluctuations. For example, if you bought that same Apple share for $200, but then sold it six months later for $150, you would have experienced a capital loss of $50. Whether you experience a capital gain or you experience a capital loss from the sale of your asset, this is determined in which direction the asset's price has moved by the time that you sell it. Capital gains are divided into two categories, long-term and short-term capital gains. Long-term capital gains consist of profits, made on the sale of an asset that were held for at least 365 days or one year. Short-term capital gains consist of gains that were made on assets that were held for less than one year. For tax purposes, short-term capital gains are taxed at your ordinary income tax rates, which is anywhere from zero, 10, all the way up to 37%, depending on how much tax and how much money you make. Tax rates for long-term capital gains are either 0, 15, or 20%, depending on your income and filing status. 
But generally speaking, long-term capital gain taxes tend to be a lower than short-term capital gains taxes for most investors. Also, it's important to know that because investors are not considered to be carrying on a trade or business, they're not subject to some of the expense-related deductions that traders and dealers are subject and allowed to take. Traders, the tax treatment of day traders is similar to that of investors. For example, just like investors, traders have to report their capital gains and losses on the Schedule D. Traders are also required to report their interest and dividends on a Schedule B. However, although there are similarities between the taxation of investors and traders, there are also some very important differences that we need to discuss. One of the biggest differences, for example, is that day traders are generally viewed by the IRS as carrying on a business. This makes them eligible for expenses and deductions that investors are not eligible to take. This is because many day traders act as day traders in their actual jobs and both they and the IRS considered what they are doing to be a business activity. So it is common for day traders to qualify for business expenses like a home office deduction or a section 179 expense. This means that if you are a trader and not an investor, you could potentially have thousands of dollars in tax savings based on the deductions that you're taking every single year. Furthermore, day traders can set up a qualified retirement plan, which is another difference between traders and investors. Also importantly, expenses associated with being a day trader, such as investment advice, investment newsletters, items that you're signing up to, such as going to investment seminars, traveling, investment courses, these count as deductible expenses underneath section 162 for day traders. Rather than producing income and not having any expenses to be able to offset that income, traders can deduct their expenses underneath Schedule C, which is where business income is reported. The biggest difference between the way that dealers are taxed compared to the way that investors are taxed is that unlike day traders and investors, the profit and losses that dealers make are treated as ordinary income and ordinary losses as opposed to capital gains or capital losses. This means that dealers are taxed up to 37% on all income that they're earning. They're also able to write off losses as business losses. However, even though dealers primarily have their income and losses taxed ordinarily, under section code 1236, a dealer can obtain capital gains and capital loss treatment if the dealer clearly identifies the securities in his or her records as securities held for investment purposes. Section 475 requires dealers to report using the mark-to-mark -mark method of accounting. And the mark-to-mark -mark method of accounting is an accounting method that measures the fair value of accounts that fluctuate over time, such as securities that might be held for a dealer. The main reason why traders and investors are taxed differently than dealers is because of the primary way that dealers make their money. It's different, it's completely different. And investors and traders make their money in ways that dealers will never make their money. Traders and investors make money by being on the right side of a trade. For traders, it is typically a short-term trade, and for investors, it's typically a mid-length or long-term trade. Dealers, on the other hand, primarily make their money for the services that they provide. For example, dealers usually charge a markup on buying and reselling securities instead of making profits from price fluctuations in the market. So what does this all mean? It's a whole lot of technical tax jargon that's going on right now. And if you need a second to take a break and recover, it's perfectly understandable. Okay, now let's keep going on. What this all means is that if you think that you might be an investor, a day trader, a dealer, then you are going to definitely define and figure out which one you qualify for before you file your taxes. The reason is because we have discussed in this video 
up to this point that there is tax treatment requirements and differences between these three types of entities. So if you make a mistake in trying to categorize yourself as an investor when you are really a dealer, and this can be a red flag for the IRS. If you make a mistake as categorizing yourself as a dealer when you're an investor, this could be a red flag for the IRS, which is a headache you don't need. Am I right? So to prevent this from happening, to prevent the misery, the audits, and the potential of having to deal with fines, penalties, other negative consequences that we don't want, it is far better to simply categorize yourself correctly the first time and to stick with the IRS tax rules for the entity. A quick summary of what we discussed. Day traders, investors, and dealers all have similar things going on. They all handle securities and use them to make money in one way or another. But whereas investors and traders primarily make their money from the rise and fall of the prices of securities, dealers primarily make their money from services associated with the securities that are separate from the price fluctuations of the securities. Because traders and investors both make their money from price fluctuations in securities, they are usually able to report income or losses as capital gain losses. That's the benefit. For traders, these gains and losses are usually short-term, and for investors, they're usually long-term. However, sometimes investors have short-term capital gains and losses too. Traders can deduct all of their business expenses, but investors, in most circumstances, because of the category that they're in, they're not considered to be business owners. Dealers can also deduct many of the business expenses because being a dealer is considered carrying on a, a trade or a business. If you need any assistance, if you're, if you're confused on whether or not you should be making the mark-to-market election, if you're confused on whether or not you should be trading inside of an LLC or dealing inside of an LLC, this is why my team has created the free consultation links below. Feel free to get in touch with my team to schedule a call to go over exactly what you should be doing as a trader or a dealer or an investor who is making money in the markets. I hope that this video has given you a little bit more clarity on how the IRS views traders, dealers, and investors, giving you a little bit more clarity on the tax consequences and the benefits to being one of these different criterias and entities. My name is Carlton. Thank you so much for joining this video. I've enjoyed making this video. And if you liked it, comment, subscribe, and let me know what you feel about the market. I look forward to seeing you on the next video. Cheers. Yeah.